Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back. I'm Carl Mack, and this is Combat Chronicles. Just going to share a segment of the most recent Patreon episode today as I talk about the apparently signed super fight between heavyweight champion Tyson Fury and the other half of the heavyweight coin Alexander Usyk two fighters I'm very fond of uh, Fury loved him since his pro debut Usyk since he was an amateur it's no underestimation to say that this would be the fight for me Mayor Pacquiao was a big deal um, I felt physically sick watching that one uh, I'm not afraid to say it I was so nervous um, but this one for me you know watching fighters from their formative years all the way through in the biggest fight they've been made in all the combat sports for all the marbles the heavyweight division as well which always just you know I've said before the golden age of heavyweight boxing is seen as such because they're so rare I think we look especially as MMA fans and go oh you know boxing they got good big fighters they have but very rarely do you get two elite big fighters at the same time you really don't the fact we've got Fury and Usyk who are yeah, Usyk for me best pound for pound fighter in the world if not second um, and Fury a, a rare super heavyweight who could be seen as a uh, worthy candidate for the latter half of the top 10 and certainly in terms of his skill set is, is everything that pound for pound means you don't see big guys that move like he does you don't see big guys that can do what he does um, and he's, he's turned into a forbidden wall puncher as well um, these are the elite of the elite and it's no hyperbole to say you know this is in terms of combined skill set in the ring this is Fraser Ali you know this is Holyfield Tyson when it should have happened the first time this is Lennox Lewis with Tali Klitschko we didn't know that that was a, a fight between two greats at the time but it certainly ended up being one this really is the one so here's my segment from the fight hope you enjoy it and of course head on over to www.patreon.com slash combat chronicles for more content that I'll talk about after this was it on Wednesday or when was it? Thursday. Tyson Fury comes out, um, quoted by Michael Benson, who was just a essentially a content aggregator. Despise him. But uh, if it is even him, could it just be AI? Who knows? But the quote was from Boxing on TNT. I haven't seen the original footage, but <clears throat> try my best. Tyson Fury on Thursday. Why would I want to fight him for no money? He's got zero personality, he's an ugly bastard with gappy teeth, and he's half-size of me. If I beat him, it's, oh well, he beat a middleweight. 
If he beats me, he beat the legendary Tyson Fury for no money. If you bought Alexander Usyk in Markham in a leisure centre, he wouldn't sell it out. I offered him 30% of a large bag and they said they want more. On what merit do you deserve more? I'm a superstar, you're a nobody. That was definitely the real Tyson Fury there and not me. Um, next day, apparently it's on. Queensbury Promotions, uh, Mike Coppinger reporting for ESPN. Now, Cop thinks he's the woge of boxing. And he's obviously not that. He's not very reputable as a reporter. But sources appear to be correct for some sort of huge festival in Saudi Arabia. So there's some serious clout behind this. They're not going to fuck around. We know that Fury's got connections with the Saudis. And we know that Usyk is essentially signed by the Saudi government to their sporting, you know, whatever kitty they've got to pay out. Um, December 23rd, which I think will be amazing, right before Christmas or sometime in January. I think the plan was for Wilder AJ with Usyk Hergovic on the undercard. That seems to be pushed to the wayside a little bit. Heard this week uh, from Eddie Earn that Joshua Wilder does not is not apparently in the next fight. I wonder if then the Saudis are pivoted to just let's go for Usyk Fury, let's get it on while while the iron the strike while the iron's hot essentially. So I know that people want to see Zhang Gilet or. Or as a guy I spoke to on the phone during the week, one of uh, someone I'm a customer of in my normal day job, uh, a northern guy, who said, yeah, what's his name? Zing Zang. It is so fucking good. And I thought, that's, you know, simultaneously extremely racist and also kind of endearing. But yeah, people want to see Zhang versus uh, Fury or Usyk and, let's say, Hergovic is demando. Um, I think Zhang deserves the next shot. Two wins over Joyce, plus the fact that I think that he was robbed against uh, Ergovic. And he's a bit older, so let's get it on. Um, sure, the winner of Fury Usyk, if they haven't made so much money from this, or if there isn't going to be an immediate rematch or so, we'll, we'll have to fight him. I think if you do it once for four bouts, because obviously Undisputed is a big... People want to see an Undisputed champion. That is part of the allure of the fight. I know people will say, well, no, it's about the fighters. It is about the fighters, but for the layman, you know, you're going to be our sell this is Undisputed. If you do the first fight for all four bouts, I think it's absolutely fine, then to relinquish you know, three of the four, or even all four, and just keep the ring belt on for the rematch. I think that's absolutely fine. Let the other guys fight amongst themselves. Maybe have Zhang versus Hergovic rematch for one of the vacant bouts. There's you know, other talent coming through. AJ Wilder, maybe they could fight for one of the other ones. And then you know these guys can separate themselves to the pack, and then you, you're putting yourself forward to then be the next uh, challenger for the winner of Fury versus Usyk once the dust settles. Personally... Well, there's a couple more fights either man could take to cement their legacy even more I think if we get a clean winner in Usyk versus Fury that should be enough I think that really should be enough and they'd have no issue with either of them retiring essentially undefeated um, as one of the greatest heavyweights of all time you may think Kyle one of the greatest heavyweights of all time trust me we'll get to it um, when we get nearer the fight and certainly in the fallout of the fight I think given the attention we gave to Takaru versus Tension this will probably outstrip that in terms of the coverage you'll see on this podcast once Fury vs Usyk is announced. I know there'll be some trepidation for everyone because Fury's a head case. The day before the fight was quote-unquote... It's not quote-unquote. Quote, a day before the fight was officially announced, Fury was saying, why would I fight him? And I don't get it. I don't get why you're denigrating the biggest challenge of your career. I know Fury rates Usyk. 
nobody's a student again there's no way he actually thinks oh he's a middleweight but I don't get it you're about to fight a guy who's a really tough challenge build him up because it makes you look better and if you lose you don't look like a fucking idiot we call him a middleweight dismissing him maybe Fury thinks that's part of his appeal this kind of trash talk but for this fight you know two good blokes two quality fighters it should be about respect. We should, they don't need to sell this fight on anything other than the fact it's the two best heavyweights in the world, two best heavyweights of their era, the generation. Um, the winner's going to go down as one of the great pound-for-pound pound fighters of the generation because Usyk will be fighting a much larger man and Fury will be fighting a guy who, by you know, all accounts in terms of the skill set he has and the intangibles, is essentially a cheat code. You know, you might go, well, how can Fury get pound-for-pound pound points of beating a guy who's smaller than him? Because it's fucking Alexander Usyk, isn't it? I stand by my previous claims on this podcast and on social media that Fury vs Usyk is the biggest fight he made in all combat sports. I thought it was bigger than Crawford Spence. Um, Takaru Tenshin was, was the last claimant to that. And even if that hadn't been made yet, I would still maybe say Fury Usyk is bigger. I don't think there's any fight ever made that potentially be bigger. Maybe if someone like uh, Chimaev hadn't fucked around for the last year or so and kept winning and looking good won the title at well weight and Rachmanov was still winning um, and maybe dusted off Usman or something as a former title uh, title holder and maybe you could say yeah undefeated Chimaev Rachmanov both look fucking amazing who's going to win that could be a potential contender but in MMA is there any fight the only one you could really think of I guess would be uh, I guess John Jones versus Francis Ngannou would have been the only one which would have come close right and Francis Ngannou Spoke about him on the podcast last week. Look, I think Fury's going to dust him off, but he's still got to beat him. And I think, you know, it's, it's stupid to say now, but Fury could get a cut and that December 23rd might be a, a wash. That's probably why they haven't announced the official date yet. Just waiting to see what happens. If he comes out unscathed and there's 200 million on the line for these two fights, Fury might well just dust Francis off quickly and say, look, fucking told you, I'm the best heavyweight in the world. Bring Usyk on, let's get it done in December. And trust me, you won't hear fuck all else in combat sports in the next couple of months. Makachev, Oliveira 2 won't come close. Anything UFC got lined up won't come close. John Jones, Miocic, yeah, sure, maybe, but trust me, everyone's going to talk about Usyk versus Fury, and rightly so. It's an absolute super fight. I think that's the only reason I haven't announced the date, but as I said earlier, Fury is a head case, and I understand people still just dipping their toe in the water of excitement. I get that. I absolutely get, especially... In boxing, the old adage, you know, I won't believe it, so they're both in the ring. I absolutely get that, especially for a fight of this magnitude, for a fight like this, you know. Fury Usyk is the, I guess it's the male of a Pacquiao of our era, you know, the two the two legends that aren't getting it on. Um, but from what I've heard from people with more than than I am on the inside, this is a done deal, this is actually happening, this isn't bollocks. But I'm well aware why you might not be totally excited, because Fury, you know, he, he says a lot of shit. I think it's weird that this was already in the pipeline and he was slagging Usyk off the day before because there's no way they turned this around in 24 hours. So he must have known it was happening. Uh, and yeah, you know, look, Fury versus Ngannou is a freak show. I'm well up for it, but now I want it to be over and done with so we can move on to Fury Usyk. I think there's every opportunity and every possibility, sorry. Um, well, no, there's every opportunity for Usyk to get in the ring and every possibility will after Fury wins that's on ESPN pay-per-view. Um, and pretty certain that if Fury dusts off in Ganu and then Usyk gets in the ring, as I say, this is the one. If we get this to close out the year, it's already been a fucking good year. We're going to talk about one of the fights in a minute that's made it a fucking good year. 
But my God, that would absolutely cap 2023 off as, okay, a normal year in the 30s and 20s. But for modern combat sports fans, if you take uh, as a whole all the fights we've had across all the sports, an absolutely fucking glorious year, one we should be uh, very happy to experience. Me again. And the fight I was talking about was Canelo Alvarez versus Jamel Charlo. If you want to hear my analysis of that, if you want to hear my analysis of two of Fury and Usyk's uh, previous opponents up until this weekend, the only people to beat these two were Fury and Usyk. That was Otto Wallin versus Murat Gassiev. If you want to hear my thoughts on Floyd Mayweather's latest rant, head on over to www.patreon.com slash Combat Chronicles for that episode and lots more bonus content, including this month, The Guide to Pride 1, which I'm not finished editing yet, but it's going to be hours worth of documentary, audio documentary. Um, as well as that, there's already audio documentaries on there. There's a uh, podcast about boxing history, closet classics, uh, weekly episodes featuring expanded looks um, at the week's action, the week's news, only getting segments uh, of that episode on this one. So if you want to hear me talk more about the past week of boxing, as well as uh, what I do for MMA, kickboxing, etc., that link again, www.patreon.com slash combat chronicles. If I see you there, brilliant. If not, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on your preferred podcast platform, which it really helps it, this uh, show be more visible to others. And if you just want to hit me up on Twitter, let me know if you liked it, hated it, indifferent to it, things you think I can improve. That's at Combat CR and on Instagram at Combat Chronicles Pod. Whatever you decide, thanks so much for engaging with the content. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, peace out. It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.